the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Thursday. Yeah, the second day of February. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour, the day after the Fed meeting. And, and all I'll say is we have a new word. Yes, you know, remember some of the, the old words. Uh, you know, Ben Bernanke, it went, these were, it was a, a little frothy. Uh, it, it's, it's just a subprime problem. Uh, you know, Jay Powell, uh, he, he loves the, he loved the word transitory. Well, now we, we've got another word of the day. I lost count. If, if you were playing a drinking game, you know, back in the day when, you know, you're, you're, we're in college and, and you'd play those drinking games and, and, and anytime somebody said a, a certain word, everybody had to drink. Well, if you were playing a drinking ge- game yesterday, uh, you would have been totally, totally intoxicated. No way you're going to be operating a motor vehicle. The new word is disinflation, Jason. Disinflation. I mean, I remember even uh, the the movies, the the Big Short, and they were they were driving around with the real estate agent because they're trying to figure out if this thing's really going to happen, and they just said, "Oh, it's it's a, it's a gully." You know, the, the housing crash was a gully, and now we got disinflation, and disinflation. Disinflation uh, was the word yeah. of the day yesterday. Uh, we got a twenty-five basis point rate hike. Uh, and then, uh, you know what, I thought we'd get tough talk. Oh, no. Uh, very, very dovish. Uh, I'll say this. Right now, if you said, okay, Double, what do you think is going to happen? I think we get one more quarter point in March, and then they're calling timeout. Uh, and that's up for debate. Worst case scenario. The, the scenario that Jay Powell, I think, tried to pretend was maybe they'll do two more quarter point rate hikes. Uh, before they call an end to all of this, uh, we, we had gold was a rocket ship yesterday all the way up to about seven o'clock this morning. Uh, got to 1960. So another new high on this rally. That's a great thing. Uh, we got some profit taking. Another great thing. Uh, for all of you technical gurus out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. For those of you that don't just take my word for it, uh, we had a big gap up. In the chart this morning, those are things you don't want to have uh, when you have a, a, a long-running bull market rally. That gap got completely closed. Uh, they went down, sold it all off, completely closed that gap. I, I think we're looking good. We got rate hikes out of Europe and out of the U.K. Jason, they went 50 basis points, but they followed Jay Powell with the uh, soft talk, if you will. Yeah, I I just think after the next couple of months of you know the the, the February numbers that you're going to be reporting, Joe, and then the numbers uh, early in March before that rate hike uh, decision, I think it's very possible that they'll just they're just done. I think I think I really think that this is it, Joe. That 
They're just going to just sit there and watch it now and, and, and not bring them down and not bring them up. I could see a quarter point in March, absolutely, but I'm telling you, if, they're, if their disinflation keeps them very happy February and into March, they, they may not hike it anymore, Joe. We'll see where the market yeah, they, they, Boy, they, they get happy quick, don't they? Yeah, we had a couple good re- disinflation. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, really some crazy numbers today. Uh, first of all, I want to say, do you know that the S&P, is almost back to 4,200. Uh, absolutely insanity when you talk about PE ratios, uh, how, how it can be this high. Uh, but, but again, just interesting, uh, to see that, uh, the Dow's down today. Uh, but we got jobless, it's jobs week. So yesterday we had a soft ADP number. Today we got jobless claims. I don't, I've been doing this a long time. I don't profess uh, to, to know everything about anything, uh, but Jason, another new low, 183,000. This is so far below anything that you would consider normal. It, it kind of defies logic. And then Challenger Gray in Christmas. We got those numbers today. For those of you that don't know, that has nothing to do with Christmas. Okay, nothing to do with Christmas. This company tracks mass layoff announcements. So every state has laws that say, hey, if you're going to fire X amount of people, you need to tell us ahead of time. So Challenger, Gray, and Christmas, they're the ones that collect this data. According to them, mass layoff announcements for January of 2023 rose by 440% from January of 2022. Uh, was also up about 100% from December's planned layoffs. According to Challenger Great in Christmas, uh, mass layoffs exceeded 100,000. Yet we're not seeing it in these jobless claims, Jason. Uh, and we're getting a lot of that, right? We get well one number that says, okay, this isn't good. And then the next number says, hey, everything's great. Well, Joe, I, got, I guess I got a quick question that maybe you can clear up, maybe even for the audience. If you have, If you have three jobs and you get fired from one, do you get to do a jobless claim? You do not. You do not. So that's there you maybe, go. There's your, maybe there's your job market. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we return, uh, we'll recap the markets and we'll talk about the other economic data points that came out. 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour, allamericangold.com. A uh, quick look here at the markets. The Dow's down 120. Uh, that that's off the lows. That that's that's better than what it's been. The S and P's up 57. The Nasdaq, a big move today. This is all Meta, aka Facebook. Uh, apparently, uh, the job cuts were working at Facebook. They they report it wasn't a great number. They. They, they made it sound real good, you know, after you drop uh, the forecast a bunch. But uh, Meta, I guess, better than expected. The Nasdaq's up 300 points. Uh, gold, now, depends on where you are. So this will be one of the weirdest days that we'll have seen in gold. 
because when Jay Powell starts talking, the, the, the press conference, the gold market's closed in New York. The electronic market is still open. And again, remember, I always give the New York price. And the New York price is based on the COMEX and whatever the current contract month is. So right now for gold, it just happens it's, it's a good one because it's a January contract. I will tell you uh, that it is down, gold's down $4 at 1923 I want to say Kitco, uh, Jason, Kitco I think has gold down, what, close to $30. Same price, uh, but that just shows you what gold was doing as Jake Powell was uh, regurgitating disinflation over and over again yesterday. Yeah, the Kitco I'm checking is really strange, Joe. I'm having mixed results. Uh, it, it, uh, I had that minus $24. Now it says it's up $4.40 and silver's up $0.51. Cents. So I, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I yeah, I'm you're, you're, you're off. I got, Kitco's got it down 27. Uh, silver's at 23.72. I'm telling you, silver's yeah, yeah. up 18 cents. Kiko saying it's down 23 cents. Doesn't really matter. The prices are what they are. Uh, this market recap brought to you by our good friends at Y Refi. You know, I've been telling you to check these people out. We're going to find out really quickly what data points are right. And by listening to Jay Powell yesterday, I believe the data points that are correct are the ones like Challenger Gray and Christmas. Layoff announcements up 440%. Uh, I believe uh, ADP with the, the softening of the job numbers. Uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics Jason, those numbers are starting to look really sketchy, and you wouldn't use disinflation with numbers like that. that that's, that's what I'm saying. So I'm telling you, uh, be ready for a major shift in direction here. But that's why you get a, a company like Y-Refi. If you've got $50,000 or more not tied to Wall Street, We've told you before, it's all in the student loan market, private student loans, where the students had actually defaulted. Uh, they, they figured out, Jason, hey, a lot of these people are actually capable of paying. But the banks, you know, they loaded these young kids up with debt, got their parents or their grandparents to co-sign, uh, the second they missed the payment, they just ruined their lives, and now they're untouchable. Well, why Refi has the solution up to ten and a quarter percent returns, guaranteed, no matter what happens. Right? Hey, I don't care. The S&P can go to fifty-five hundred, or it can go to thirty-five hundred, or twenty-five hundred. You're locked in. Those rates are guaranteed. Invest. YRefi.com, that's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or 888-YREFI24. Uh, so, Jason, we had a bunch, of, we had durable goods out. That number, uh, Boeing had a big order. So the headline number was good. But, of course, when we do durable goods, we kind of throw 
uh, aircraft and military out because it's so up and down. Uh, outside of that, the number was horrible. But again, right, you, you've got the, the, all these different numbers. One, one part says good. The next part says horrible. Uh, we also had, uh, the, the numbers out for the JOLTS data. This number came out yesterday. Again, this is a Bureau of Labor Statistics. I don't know what's happening over at the Bureau of Labor. I love a good conspiracy. I do. But I truly don't know. You know, when I look at these numbers, I can believe both. But the Bureau of Labor Statistics says that the job openings, and, and now think about this. Now remember, Challenger Gray and Christmas, mass layoff announcements up 440%. Everybody knows housing is slow to dead. Everybody knows car sales are slow to dead. That people are having trouble paying their credit cards. But yet the JOLT survey says that uh, people, companies looking for workers, 11 million. Uh, that's near, Jason, that's near, you know, the, the highs of last year. And then UBS comes out and says, hey, by the way, we've done our own little survey, and the Bureau of Labor Statistics is full of crap. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, when you go out here in Phoenix, it's, it's, things are fairly busy. Uh, I'll say this. I actually went to realtor.com today. And I said, you have the ability to pick a city. So I picked Scottsdale. Okay, right? You know, that's that's where I live. Uh, and, and I said to Realtor.com, I want to see all the sales for the city of Scottsdale in the last seven days. Guess what Realtor.com sold us? Two. Two houses sold in a city the size of Scottsdale. So I don't know. I don't get it. Because when you go to the restaurants and there's people in it, you know, traffic still sucks. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Joe. I mean, it's an interesting uh, situation when it comes to economic news. Because I lived through 2008 like everybody else did. Um, because of my job title and where I was economically, uh, I was virtually untouched by the whole thing. Now, I did own a house, and my house price came down. But I have to, I have to rent or buy somewhere. So I just, even though my house, I was a little bit underwater, I think for a short time. The way I looked at it, my mortgage is just as cheap as rent. And plus it was a nice house. It's like, well, so that didn't affect me. And it didn't affect me, uh, in the job market because for whatever reason, people ordered a lot of pizza during the housing crash. And so there was some extremely, uh, bad things going on. And the news showed the emergency as hot as they could, Joe. I get the feeling that we're just having the same kind of crashing information as we did in 2006, 2007, leading into getting worse 2008, 9, and 10. I think the same things are happening, but I think that uh, everyone is calm because the news wants to keep it calm right now. You know, I was talking to Joe this morning. By 2024, when I believe a Republican will be uh, elected president, you better believe the economic news will be crazy. Especially after the the Republican is not as is, is elected, then then the same bad economic news can be happening, Joe, and they'll they'll send out the emergency alarms. And I 
And since we're not having that big full scale downward cycle of the markets, where it's all rigged in my mind, Joe, you know, that these big companies like BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, which own huge percentages of these companies, if they hold their positions or add to their positions, they make they make these market numbers look better. That's why I think we've seen that as, as big as they are, they, can, they can't get it to go up the last couple of years, but they've kept it sideways. So these, these market numbers going up, I, they could go up a little bit more this year. I could see it happen, and then guess what? It'll come right back down. I, I don't know why, but they've pegged it to these levels because I think it's timed, Joe. It's a timed event. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But I don't think they want blood in the streets kind of information in the news cycle, whether it's happening or not. And until there's a more of a Republican situation, I, and I don't, I'm not saying that they like Republicans more. They just tend to have all the bad news when a Republican is in charge, Joe. Yeah, I don't buy it, but but I get it, Jason. That that's been Jason's little mantra. Hey, they they're gonna crash it on 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 the Republican guy, not on the Democrat guy. I don't know. I, I think they crash it when they're ready. Uh, you know, yeah, so I agree with that. Uh, my 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 my. my uh, my thought on that, one of the things I, I, you know, is, is the digital currency quite not ready yet, right? Do they need a little more time, uh, on that? We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I was really fascinated though by disinflation and how quickly, uh, Jay Powell, it wasn't like he said it once or twice. I mean, it, this was, it was double digits. And he doesn't talk that long, you know. That, that you know, it, it, the whole thing. Uh, after he, he he does his statement, he answers like six or seven questions. The whole thing can't be fifteen, twenty minutes. He literally was saying it almost once a minute, which is really, really shocking. Because I'm sitting here uh, as an example. Orange juice futures just hit a new all-time record high. Did it yesterday. Uh, out in the, in the, in the beef sector, they, they were talking about hamburger prices are going to, to skyrocket because of declining, uh, cattle herds. Remember, we had Bill Roberts on the half empty cup of Joe a few weeks ago, and he was saying, absolutely, uh, cattle herds are down dramatically because they can't afford to feed the cattle. So they're like, oh, you know what? We, we're, let's bring them to sleep. If I can't feed them, let's slaughter them. You know, it's interesting, Joe, that uh, something that you said a lot uh, early on when Biden was elected, but you haven't said too much lately, but it, I think it holds more true now than it did the first couple of years he was president, which is very Jimmy Carter. Don't the times we're in very Jimmy Carter-like, right? Doesn't it you feel know? like we're in the Jimmy Carter part two? Doesn't it feel that way? And then, then what happened? Ronald Reagan came in. It was all the inflation, all that stuff, but I don't think we get a Ronald Reagan this time, Joe. I think this time we get something else. Yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. By the way, cattle herds, this is uh, what they call beef cow replacement. Okay, So pretty simply put, if I'm going to bring one cow to slaughter, I've got a calf to replace it. It's at the lowest levels since 1962. Now, we had, I don't even know, 120, maybe 104, maybe 150 million less people in the United States in 1962. 
You know, I know we, what did we say that we got somewhere around 330 million, but we know, I, who knows how many throw, you know, 20 million illegals on top of it. Who knows how many we really got? But, but Jason, uh, that's just indicative. And again, that's not disinflation. And I, and I've told everybody how lucky we got. We got lucky with oil. Uh, China's now reopening. We're seeing a lot better economic data out from them. Uh, I think it was Goldman Sachs says, don't be shocked if we're back at a hundred barrels by eight hundred dollars a barrel by April. I don't know. We'll see. But Jason, I, I, I just, it, it, it just feels like transitory all over again. Yeah, and, and so, something about your cattle numbers, and this is just this is just me throwing something up there, but you know, we have this chicken shortage, this egg shortage, and we have uh, less cattle being ordered or, or uh, less coming to market. I mean, if you don't have money to buy steak, Joe, I guess you buy chicken, right? Maybe that's where the, all this chicken shortage is coming from. You know, uh, you know about, what? You know, I, you... I I don't know. You know, what's so funny is my wife yesterday. She's been on this hard-boiled egg kick. She goes, I paid over $10 a dozen for eggs for the first time. Yeah, right? Crazy. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Picture Radio News Hour. And, uh, you know, here, we had Barrett Jackson here uh, last week. You know, the big car auction, they did like $190 million, but it didn't seem, and I, I don't know, you know, I, I'm not a, you know, that was more Eric's thing, uh, but it just didn't seem like, uh, you know, that, that it was setting the world on fire. You know, they auctioned a, a, a lot of cars, and there was a handful of cars that, that went over a, a million dollars, but it, but it had a feel to me like, uh, a lot of peak pricing may have already occurred. Uh, and then the largest, listen to this, the largest luxury Rolex watch dealer. They announced layoffs. So that, that's what caught my eye. But they're saying that uh, Rolex watch prices uh, are, are falling. And they, they on their website, I guess they sell... You know, every Rolex possible and, the, you know, the really, obviously just a basic Rolex is a pretty good chunk of money, but some of them can be worth big, big money. But Jason, uh, apparently maybe some softness, you know, I don't know what art's doing right now, but are we seeing maybe, uh, the millionaires, the billionaires stepping back a little bit, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think there's, like I said, they, this, they're calling it disinflation. I think that they don't want to say that it's coming to an end or it's going back to normal because I think that, I think they're trying to say in a very nice way, hey, uh, it's going to go down from where it was, but we're still going to have it. And I think it also means they don't know where it's going to head. And uh, you talked a lot, Joe, last year about demand destruction. I mean, we've, we've got tons of that right now. I tell you, at, at, the end, at the end of the break, the last segment, I said, well, maybe the chicken shortage has a lot to do with it, and, and the, the cattle, having less cattle being brought to market has a lot to do with just people can't afford steaks, right? That's demand destruction. So I, it's just happening so doggone slow. Uh, I mean, uh, one thing you're not reporting that we're not talking about, Joe, is how 
the markets are just better and we're seeing gains and we're seeing GDP as being this huge thing that we're going to look at this, these huge numbers. We're, we're not seeing, we're not saying any of that. It's just not fire in the streets, right, Joe? It's just, you know, it's just this sideways grind. And I, I do fault a lot of this more, you know, a positive spin on, on what's happening with the markets on being, well, the news just doesn't want to say it's horrible, Joe. They just don't want to say it. They're going to do everything they can to make it, you know, but put lipstick on a pig, so to speak. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because uh, there there are signs that say it is, and then there are signs that say it isn't. Right? It, it, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm I'm kind of I'm interested in seeing this because when I listened to Jay Powell yesterday, you could just tell. I'm making the case I need to stop raising rates, which means to me, don't buy too much into all these, the, the, the good numbers that you're seeing. Uh, those may be coming quickly to an end, and we got to stop raising rates. That's just what it sounds like to me, which I think is, again, we're seeing the dollar come way off. The dollar hit a high uh, in the 120s. Late last year, the dollar is trying to hold 100 uh, right now, Jason. So it's already lost uh, about a sixth of its value. But this is something where uh, I think we're going to see more dollar weakness uh, as the central bank says, hey, we need to stop raising rates. And the only way you can justify doing it is I guess you have to have disinflation. You have to have it, Joe. Yeah, you, right. You have I mean, to you give can't. Them. You can't say we're going to stop raising rates and we still have inflation, right? You can't do it. Correct. Correct. And 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 we don't know what they're doing, anyways, behind the scenes. I, I do believe that we'll have a higher uh, interest rates for a long time. I think this is going to be with us for a while. The only question is going to be when are they going to start printing again, Joe? That's what's going to be. I, I think we keep the higher rates for a long time. If they can, if they get, they can have markets that look healthy and they'll make small gains. You know, and they got 5% interest, you know, base interest rate. Start printing, right? I think that's what we'll be looking at later this year. I don't know. The rates won't go down, but I think the printing could start at the end of this year, uh, early next year. Uh, well, it's interesting. The cho- choice of words matters. Because, really, if you think about it, why wouldn't he have just said deflation? Right? But he didn't. Right? He, disinflation. Right, like I said, when I started the show, we've got a new word, right? Because he can't say deflation, because deflation means I've got to lower rates. Deflation means I need quantitative easing to come back, right? I need all of those things. Uh, instead, they create this new word, disinflation. Uh, which essentially, I think, what he's trying to say is, well, we've got some things. That prices have gotten better at, uh, some things not, but eventually, uh, as the, and I think he's probably going to focus in as the housing data goes longer here, uh, we're going to see some of that inflation numbers and shelter primarily come down and, and all of a sudden give the appearance that there's, uh, no inflation. But then you go to the supermarket 
And you're like, uh, no. And, and I, and unfortunately, I think we're at the low, you know, gas prices a few weeks ago, I think that was the low, about $3 a gallon here in Arizona. That's probably the low there. So it's going to be interesting because they didn't use deflation. You know, I, uh, they, they, I don't know if he really has he ever has the Fed chief ever really said anything about deflation because that's for them and their corporate buddies, Joe. They, they don't they're deathly afraid of deflation because that means your assets are worth less. So I don't think they ever have they ever really used the word deflation, Joe. I, I think that's you know for them and their, their rich buddies that that's that's a, that's like a really nasty word, right? That is a horrible word. Uh, and again, why does it matter? Because a lot of you out there are saying, well, geez, Joe doesn't sound very concerned today. He doesn't know. He's a little confused. Maybe things are going to be great. I'm going to tell you that's not what I'm saying. You're missing it. What Jay Powell was really saying is we've got a problem. These banks, and you know who they are. I mean, there's only 4,000 of them left anyway. And let's face it, only a less, really, honestly, if we're being honest, only about not even a hundred banks really matter. You take the top, you take the top twenty banks in this country, and you've got ninety-five percent of all the deposits. And guess what else you have? Ninety-five percent of all the derivatives out there. You know that number? Uh, what's the number after trillions? Quad, quadrillion. 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 Right? We're 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 uh, quickly approaching a quadrillion. In, in these uh, in these dark pools, that if we truly have deflation, means the banks are going under. That's what it means. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, and you know, very. Dangerous words. And I know, uh, to give you an example, why do I know this? Has anybody seen the bond market today? Have you looked? The 10-year note is down to, well, let me look. I'm going to give you the exact number here. But it was 334 so the Fed just hiked rates 25 more basis points. We're between four and a half and four seven five, and officially, I want to say it's like four six, maybe even four six five. In the 10-year note, is falling down to lows that we haven't seen. I mean, this is Jason. This was a 10-year note. Uh, when the Fed's funds rate was like at one percent, you know, two percent, not at at four and a half uh, to four and three quarters percent, but it just tells you this is a problem because what Jay Powell may be insinuating is, hey, all of a sudden all this debt may not be worth it, right? Think about it. If wholesales really get ugly and prices end up getting cut drastically, what happens? Well, all the home mortgages got to be reevaluated. A story breaking right now, and this one's huge. One of the richest men in the world, 
Matter of fact, I believe for a brief while, he became the richest man. Uh, Gutman Adini, he's from India. Uh, he was, he's somewhere between the richest man in the world and the fifth richest man in the world, depending on stock price. Uh, he, his company right now, Jason, there is a major, major run on all of his companies. This is huge. Uh, there is just in the last 72 hours, they're talking about a loss of hundreds of billions of dollars. Credit Suisse yesterday told Bloomberg they have designated a zero value for all of his company's bonds. Anybody is trying to use as collateral saying, we don't want them. We, 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 we're giving that zero value. In other words, if you're using, uh, company, you know, his company's bonds as any form of collateral, Credit Suisse right now is saying they're worth nothing. This could be huge. This one guy, he's so wealthy. This is, this is what will, can take banks down and take them down very quickly. Well, Joe, and I, I mentioned that uh, hedge funds are uh, have never been more short on U.S. Treasury than they are right now. And if you think about this rate hike cycle that started in 2022, uh, if you want to invest in U.S. Treasury, Joe, if that's something you want to do, why would you buy when the rates are at one or when the rates are at two or the rates are at three? If you know it's going to five or it's going to six, isn't that when you want to buy them so you, can, you get more bang for your buck? And so I, that's why I think the pause may happen now. And if it, does, if it maybe if they have a rate hike in March, I believe uh, there will be some buying of treasuries, Joe, once once they stop the rate hikes, because then these guys are like, okay, this is t the time to get in, right, Joe? And, and the problem is going to be is if the inflation is under control. That's why I said they they, they got to show everyone that this inflation is disinflation. They got to show that hey, we're we're going to pause here, and, and now you can you can mop up this mess of treasuries that you know, everyone's trying to get out of their lower interest rate treasuries. They have to take, you know, discounts on all that all the lower interest rate stuff, Joe. So I think they want to take a pause on the rates, and I think they want to stay there for a long time, uh, hoping that uh, governments and companies are going to start going back into this when when they know it's not going to go up any further. But Joe, that's that's well, that's the key is, to me. I, is, I think, I think you'll see normal things. stuff when they when they pause. This is one of those things where you hear it. A lot of these asset managers at the beginning of the year telling you to buy foreign stocks. Let me give you an idea of how big this guy is. And the Indian stock market is related to his companies. So th this guy by himself is 10% of that entire market. And, and Jason, there, there's talk of potential Ponzi scheme type things. I mean, th this could be uh, one of those things. We talk about black swans and where are they going to come from? What are the ramifications for all these things? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know a lot about this guy. He's huge in ports. He's huge in power. And he's huge in green energy, Jason. Uh, but this is... This is big. This, you know, you you can't sit there and have hey, 10% of the Indian stock market wiping out half of its value in three days. I mean, that that's those are things that 
who's on the other end of these things, right? What 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 bank is 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 holding the bag on these? Correct, correct. And I think there's a lot of people holding the bag on this, and I think. Uh, what they're trying to, to create, Joe, is a, is a safe place for treasuries again. That's, I think that's what all of this is about. They have a, they have a system, right? And they want, they got to keep it as strong and as, as valid as possible, Joe. And, and uh, when it comes to creating inflation, I, I've, I've seen this before, where uh, you print a bunch of money, but if you don't print enough, you don't get the inflation you're looking for. And if you print too much, you end up with a massive inflation like we've been having. It's hard for them to hit the target that they want. So I think the soft landing, the disinflation, the transitory, all of this is them trying to to put the markets back at a place with a lower standard of living, a higher inflation, and interest rates that are more normalized uh, so that people will love those treasuries, Joe, because if you have 0% interest rates, you know, it's, it's not quite as lucrative as the rates are going up. Yeah, I don't it's complicated, that, that's for sure. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriotto News Hour. I've got nothing good today. And what I mean by that, uh, gold ha- has been wildly swinging today. Right now down uh, $11 uh, on the day, uh, 1915. Uh, I think So Kitco's probably got it down 30-some dollars. Uh, it's been as high as 1960 today, believe it or not. Uh, the wholesalers prices are up. Uh, a lot of this, I think that this is just what I, I believe it or not, I, I like the action today. Pretty healthy, new highs, some profit taking. We'll get the jobs number tomorrow. We'll see what the U.S. jobs number is. Expectations right now, right around that 200,000 mark is the expectations. Uh, it's going to be interesting because, remember, Bank of America says we're going to lose 150,000 jobs a month sometime in the first quarter. Now, obviously, this is a January number. Uh, but, but again, Jason, if we get a hotter number, you know, we get something above 200K, uh, it's going to be problematic because it doesn't fit Jay, Jay Powell's story. 
Yes, that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. So, well, you know, once again, we're in a kind of a wait and see situation, and I, I think the numbers, Joe, that you've been bringing day after day shows a, a very deteriorating bad situation. Just, uh, you know, some people in a bad situation think things are rosy and good, and some people understand it for what it is. And I, I think there's there's just – we have a war in Ukraine going on. We, we have geopolitical stuff that looks really nasty uh, getting worse, and we have uh, stuff going on in this country with the inflation that people, are, I mean, are, are having trouble buying the simple necessities. Uh, the message should be much worse than it is, Joe, but, you know, they, the average news, you know, the it's mass media just says it's great. It's interesting. I got a, a, one of our listeners was, was reaching out to me saying this guy was the third richest man in the world. He was down to the 16th richest man. I know we we're having another big sell-off today, so I'm wondering if, if he's going to be sliding further down that list. Uh, and somebody else speculated, hey, maybe this is punishment for India buying Russian oil. You know, I, I, who knows? It, 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 anything's possible. Yeah, things are definitely moving in, in, in interesting ways, and uh, we'll see. I, Joe, all I know is this, is gold prices are going to see record highs uh, in the near future, and they're going to just keep going up. And if, it's, if they're going to do a slow type of slide on the markets, then I guess gold will just keep slowly going up because the trend has been up, and it really has. We haven't seen a lot of down gold days. You know, there's a down day here and a down day there, but gold is holding. With as strong as the dollar has been, Joe, to, to see gold doing what it's doing is, is astounding. All the market indicators are just off. You know, they have the, all these rigged numbers don't make sense. They have to re-rig all the numbers. I think the way they calculate all the numbers, Joe, that you report in the next couple of years, I think they'll all be recalibrated. That's that's how I see it. they got to change the way they look at things. Yeah, I – I think there's going to be a lot of that stuff, a lot of that monkey business going around. But but just be, boy, be vigilant here. Uh, we just don't know. You know, it's one thing for him to lose money. That's not what we're. I'm not worried about him losing money. It's all the money uh, that was in these stocks that this guy owns, and all of a sudden, if those bonds aren't good any longer, uh, there's a bank at the other end of these things, and he's. It's these are big. These are are huge companies, and I, I don't know that that's going to happen. Uh, but right now, you know, kind of, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire, Jason. And this is what happens when things start to slow down. When there's little little gas, because a lot of these companies have been massively leveraged, and one little hiccup in that chain, and all of a sudden, the whole the whole house of cards. Can come crashing down on you. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we got a very interesting half empty cup coming up next. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.